Welcome to What the Fun Podcast with Kimmy, Kisa, and Renee. Glad you can join us as we explore all aspects of entertainment and current events with industry professionals, friends, and us. Welcome. Hey there, friends. Welcome to our last episode of Season 2, Episode 24 of What the Fun Podcast. Yay! Yay! Oh my gosh, what an amazing journey for us ladies. We've been cranking it out since last year and we're already four, 24 episodes in. Unbelievable. This is great. I know. 24 episodes. 24 interview episodes. Yes. We have some bonus cubicle chats. We have a good number of bonus cubicle chats in addition to those. Absolutely. I mean, collectively, that's like about, what, 30 episodes with yeah. bonus chats? So many great talent, so many great folks joining us in, um, on our show. Oh, love it. I love it. It's kind of crazy. Um, in addition to this podcast, I mean, we might as well bring in the audience into this. We are producing an additional podcast where we are producing it. We're not in it, thank God. <laughs> Imagine if we did that, if we had two shows that we were working on. Oh, I would go nuts. <laughs> That's a lot. But, um, yeah, but it's exciting. We have um, Get In with Laura and Paul. And that's going to be a fun project that we're starting up and hopefully will air sometime later this month. Yes. Well, uh, tell us more about Get In. Oh, it's just, you know, those conversations that go beyond the cubicle chat, I think. That's really <laughs> what it's about. Uh, it's uh, talking about your daily existence right not only in the spiritual world but like beyond that and understanding all the quirks of life and energies and crystals and tarot cards and all of that and how people make sense of their lives and find a way of like i don't know how how to describe it but travel through you know mm -hmm. i love world. it like, oh my gosh right? i just had an idea pop up right now i think it, on our next cubicle chat episode we should invite Laura and Paul into the show and have them do some tarot card readings on us. Yes. Oh, that would be, that's a great idea. That would be fun. That actually would be fun. Like a nice little crossover. That would yes. be hysterical. Or we could go on their show. And heck, they can... heck yeah. <laughs> and we'll be like, Laura, did you see this coming? Yes. <laughs> but actually speaking of tarot card readings, we had mentioned before on the show, um, Chris Corsini. <laughs> no, we always talk about Chris. Oh, he's yes. awesome. I've like just started following him. Yeah, same here. I mean, ever since Renee sent me the link to um, his readings, I'm all about it. Like the first um, day of the month, I guess that's when he mm -hmm. releases mm -hmm. um, readings. I'm a Scorpio, so he gets me all hyped. But then when he told me last month that I'm going to be dipping, Primarily climbing, but there's going to be a dip. Oh, that set me back. So <laughs> I was a little, I was a little emotional because I didn't know what that dip meant. <laughs> so I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I feel like when he, when I've, I've listened to this month for June and then last month for May and both of them for Leo was just like, Leo, you need to relax. Like that was like both of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the same for this month. And I was just like, yeah, I see that. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> we're always like hyped because, you know, we're yeah. We got to yeah. get him on the show. We got to get him on yeah. the show. I want him on Laura and Paul's show, but I think we should get him on this show too because he's very entertaining. He's yeah. very entertaining because he signs as he's reading the, the mm-hmm. card for you. So it's not only for those that are hearing, but those are also hearing impaired. And so it's it's visual, it's entertaining, and he's so real about it. Yeah, he'll tell you like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He just tells you. He yeah, keeps it thing, real. <laughs> last month, it was for the month of May, right? I remember everybody's came out except Aries. Hmm. And I like texted Laura and I was like, Laura, what, why, why did it, why did he skip us? And she's like, it's coming. Don't worry about it. I'm like, but there's no Aries. What do I do with the rest of the month? Right? So I was really like, and then like I kept checking and then finally I saw it. And then he was like, you got to have patience, girl. <laughs> Straight out. Like, you have to have patience. Because <laughs> I guess he was getting, like, you know, a lot of messages. Like, where's Aries? Where's Aries? And it's like, you have to have patience, girl. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And that was really the rule of the month. So it was interesting. It's just, I like him. I love how he, what he says. And it's kind of it's aligned with what we're doing. But the word that I was looking for to describe uh, Laura and Paul's um, podcast is navigate, right? Navigate through life and those questions that we ask ourselves. And it also gets beyond that because we also talk a little bit about the supernatural and what all that means. And it's just question, all those big questions kind of mm-hmm. thing. So um, I hope that it becomes a, a podcast people listen to just for fun and to kind of start them off in the week and they could, you know carry on with some happiness throughout the day. Oh, I love that. I can use that during the drive. Be rejuvenated while on the road. Come back feeling good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Having conversations with my spirit guide. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to channel my spirit guide. I was listening to this um, this channel on YouTube where you before going to bed you meditate and then it the whoever's doing the voiceover really has this calm soothing voice and is trying to help you channel your spirit guide and take you on a journey you know and so mm-hmm. trying to find that connection but uh, I think my guide is hiding <laughs> you're not ready yet. <laughs> he or she's not ready for this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're going to operate from back here. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Oh, oh my goodness. It's a great weekend up ahead. It's Father's Day weekend. And, yes. um, you know, for, for me, I, you know, jumping into this right away with Father's Day weekend is something I always look forward to. Is because the thing is, my dad is no longer with me, but I've held a tradition. And I think I might have shared this in previous episodes mm-hmm. where um, we'll go over to his memorial site and have like a picnic and just, you know, kick it with pops and, you know, enjoy some of the food that he enjoyed eating and then just reminiscing. So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I think about my dad all the time, but um, this day just sticks out both Father's Day and his birth. Oh, wait, no. Father's Day, his birthday, and Christmas. 
So. Yeah, I was gonna say Christmas. I think it's gonna be done for you. <laughs> I just yeah. can't stop thinking about Kimmy pushing <laughs> her brother <laughs> <laughs> for the Christmas tree. <laughs> there were two occasions in my life where I snapped, and the first one was when we were kids. I believe I was like oh six, seven years old, and he was like two to three years old, and um. He wanted my bowl of rice. And I said, you can just go to your, you can just go to mom. Mom will give you a bowl of rice. But he was such a brat as a kid. And so <laughs> he would want what I had. So he would demand for my bowl of rice. And I'm like, no, go to mom. She'll give you your own bowl of rice. Oh, no, no. He wanted my bowl. So I was so pissed that I took the bowl of rice and I dumped the bowl of rice on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> I saw red. red. I didn't know what that (laughs) meant at the time, but I saw red and I dumped a bowl of rice. And here's the funny thing. We both had bowl haircuts when we were kids. And so (laughs) putting that bowl on his head, oh my gosh, it was just a perfect alignment of his haircut and the bowl. And then the second time I saw red was Christmas when he didn't want to take down the tree. And it was his turn. And he just kept taunting me and he asked for it. And I shoved it. (laughs) Isn't it funny the relationships you have with your siblings and how how crazy those are? I know. I mean, I'm afraid to see what the third rage. Well, I mean, like, if, heaven forbid that ever happens, but you know, <laughs> they come in threes, right? They say they come in threes, so I don't know maybe, when in our lifetime your spirit, your spirit guide is doing is holding you back. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, give me strength that I don't shove him again towards moving vehicles. (laughs) Brent, if you're listening, you've been warned. (laughs) It's an interesting time because, I mean, Father's Day, I mean, I have a brother too, so, Mm -hmm. you know, get to celebrate that and a brother-in-law, and so... I'm sure they'll they'll be something, something. Yeah, you know, spend time mm-hmm. with loved ones. Absolutely, enjoy and have fun with, um, which will be kind of cool. Even this particular episode, because we get to hang out with someone that we love mm-hmm. and find pretty amazing. He's not a dad, though. He's not a dad. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, he's a dad to a little baby Yoda. He is a little <laughs> chewy pillow. Those were two big ass pillows. <laughs> Pretty much took I up just, half the Zoom screen. I just love that he had that, you know, like mm-hmm. that he like thought, "Oh, this is boring. Let me bring these guys and join us," you know. Which is <laughs> a great like, way yeah. to accessorize, you know, to yeah. add some decor to his background. Stay on the lookout, listeners, for that Zoom pic coming. <laughs> yes, showing oh, it's so those. Cute. Uh, those pillows they're so cute oh my god yeah so let's go ahead and bring him in Kimmy (laughs) yes joining us today is an amazing dancer and choreographer who has worked with Disney Entertainment he's also a trained singer and has had the privilege of performing in various musicals throughout Southern California in 2019 he received his master's degree from UC Irvine and is currently a professor of dance for various colleges in Orange County area music has been a major part of his life he's very eclectic when it comes to music He has always wanted the opportunity to make his own, and it wasn't until the past year where he finally had the opportunity when he teamed up with Joey Restivo, 
from Lanier and Jerry Dorville from Dorville Entertainment Link to write and produce original music. Oh my goodness. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. Robert Renee. Welcome to the show, Robert. Yay! Yay! All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me here. I brought my friends with me because I knew you wanted to see them, but. Yes. Oh my goodness. For for our listeners out there, Robert's got these two awesome fluffy floofies. Uh, those pillows My from sneezing. um what do you get from like costco they're like big costco. Soft, squishy yeah, yeah. costco yes mm-hmm. of baby yoda and that- chewbacca baby yoda and chewbacca <laughs> we're gonna make a song <laughs> oh, oh, love it. this is so much fun we are yeah. i mean we say this all the time excited but we truly are like you are one of the most special individuals that we can all say no and love and we are so happy to have you here. We truly, truly are not only because it's you, but also because we want to get to know where you are in your life right now. It's some exciting stuff is happening. I mean, how we know you is you are a performer at Disney and Mm -hmm. went on to become one of our maintenance choreographers there and worked Mm -hmm. on several shows with us. And God knows we love you for that and much more. So I love you guys. Yeah. And then then in the midst of that, you kind of left and you started going back to school and then you got Mm -hmm. your education and then, you know, then you came back and then, but between all of that, you were a part of a eighties boy band. Yeah. What the? Random. Right? Yeah, I know. (laughs) This band, I was like, when this band was out, I was like four or five. Like, it's crazy. And then I'm like, yeah. (laughs) But yeah. I was slightly older than you. And my brother listens to that music all the time. And when I told him that you were part of it, he was like, Uh what? What? I want to know more. So it was like, hey, okay. So, So let's start there. Yeah, they will. They they fall in the freestyle category of music, right? So we're talking. This is the band's called Lanier, and their biggest song, biggest number one hit song, was like called "Sending All My Love." Sending all my love, that song. So and everything, and I don't, you'll look it up. I'm sure you've heard it before. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so look that up. You'll see they have the '80s hair, long hair. So well, first of all, let's okay. Let's go. Let's go back. I grew up with freestyle music. Yeah, I grew up with like Lisa Lisa, Stevie oh, B, yeah. um, you know, Linear, Cover Girls, Expose. Yes. So, but like I grew up with this music because I, I had young, I had younger parents. So like they listened to this music in the 80s and you know, what all that good stuff. Anyway, so um, so I was getting my <laughs> master's degree. <laughs> I was getting my master's degree at UC uh, UC Irvine. Great school. I, I was getting my MFA there. And one of our electives was um, I was able to uh, take a hip hop class. So um, I was like, thank God, because you have because at UCI, it's all about modern ballet, you know, whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's jazz as well, but they offered hip hop this semester. So I took it. Um, a choreographer that was our teacher as well, professor was named Syrian, Syrian Reed. And she was the she was the dance teacher for the hip hop class. And mm-hmm. one day after probably like, I don't know, halfway through the semester, I knew I noticed she like liked how I moved, like she was always trying to get me up there to, you know, do, um, you know, to demonstrate and things like that. And I was like, one day after class, I was like, hey, if there's any opportunities in the future, and I meant teaching, I meant teaching yeah. hip hop, right? And she, and then um, she, I'm like, if there's anything coming up in the future, like, let me know, like, I'm always down to like, you know, work. 
Mm-hmm. And again, I meant teaching. And then she turned, she goes, you Latin. That's how she said it. She's like, you Latin. And I was like, yeah, I'm Latin. And she's just like, okay. She's like, so this is going to sound weird. She's like, there's this band called Lanier. I don't remember if you heard them. And I was like, it took me a second. And then she said, sending all my love. I was like, oh yeah. Like, I'm like, I remember that song like back in the day. She's like, well, they're looking for like uh, another member. Cause they're going back on tour with the freestyle explosion tour, which is again, Lisa, Lisa, Stevie B, all these people. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me and I was just like, and I didn't understand what was happening. I'm like, I thought like we were like being impersonators, like we were impersonate Lanier. Like I was, cause it was very vague and I don't think she had a lot of, she didn't have a, she didn't have a lot of information. And yeah. then I looked them up and then I looked them up and I'm like, oh my, like they had like this long, the long eighties hair rock, rock band, like you know, with the, the bandana. Kind of yeah. yeah. <laughs> mullet bandana. And I'm like, am I going to have to like wear a wig? Like, you know, it just, things are just like all in my head. Right. So I started looking them up and I started looking at the dates that she was talking about that they were going to be on these tours. And I was like, oh my God, there's a lot of tours. I'm like, you know, they're going to be at the Honda Center, the, the, um, the Pachanga Center in, you know, San Diego, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. I'm like, this is crazy. So I'm like, I'm still not sure. Am I dancing? Am I singing? Like, whatever. So he's like, I'm going to give you his contact. And he called me. Long story short, like I had to like submit videos of me singing. I had to submit videos of me like, like giving a shout out to nobody like just he wanted to just see my personality right and then so he wanted to see me dance all this stuff he was requesting a lot of stuff his name was joey restivo he was like the lead singer of the band um anyway so we all we did this all virtually and um he came back and told syrian she was in the land of she was in the land of choreographing it so mm-hmm. it just all came around this it all kind of came together and he said that he loves me and he wants to have me come to Vegas and start learning the show. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm like, okay. I'm like, am I dancing? I still didn't know. Am I just dancing? Am I singing? <laughs> Whatever. So I, I get to Vegas and there's another guy there with us. So they needed two people. Literally, like, it just kind of like, he's like, Robert, you sing. The other guy didn't sing. He's like, you're going to start singing backup. It was just like a lot, like a whirlwind of like, I thought I was just dancing. So um, we did we did about 10 shows that year and we did like I got to meet Lisa Lisa, Stevie B, all these people. And you're talking, you know, their managers and entertainment people, DJs, like just everybody in that freestyle music industry mm-hmm. world. Um, but not just the music industry world, like I mean, a freestyle world, like everybody, like, you know what I mean? Like we met a lot of different people mm-hmm. and it was just like we would do the radio interviews with him. And like, you know, we'd be in his pictures and we sign autographs at the end. We got paid extra to sign autographs. And they oh, wow. liked us because they knew we were the new guys. So they wanted our mm-hmm. autographs too. Um, yeah, it was just like a crazy ride. It was just like, whoa, like when am I ever going to get a opportunity to like this again? So of course I was all about it full out. Like, you know, I loved it. So you went out on tour with this group mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now, you know, something very special has happened. And now yeah. you're this new like, breakout solo artist. Right. Which- right, right, right bond because you have this relationship from this group so can you tell us a little bit about a little bit about that experience like how yeah, did that so, happen so while, while i was on the tour with them like you know like i said i met a lot of different people a lot of different producers a lot of different whatever you know everybody in the music industry and then um halfway through the tour the, the manager of lanier his name was jerry he planted in my uh, planted a seed in my head and said you should do something on your own He's like, you should, mm. you, you should come in and sing some songs and all this stuff. And I was just like, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, you, you always just say, yeah, you don't yeah. really think it's going to happen. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't pounce on it. I wasn't like, oh my God, please, it's my dream. Like, you know, yeah. I didn't say it. Like, I was just like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Like, you know, whatever. 
And then I, that was the end of it. And then like, I remember we did two more dates and then he mentioned it again. And I was, he's, I'm just like, I'm like, how come you're, I mean, I'm just curious, like, what makes you think I could do it? He's just like, he's like, you, you can dance. He's like, you already can sing with, you know, you can sing this type of music. You sing your own style. You have a good tone. He's like, you have a, you have a really good look. You have a great work ethic. And he's you're like, he's like, I could just see. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm dancing right now. No, and I was just like, and I was in, in my head though. It's like, okay. Like, you know, you're so hard on yourself. Like it was my, I'm like, I don't have the look. I don't have the body. Like I don't, I'm too old. Like whatever. It was just like all these things. So I just let that pass again. Third time's a charm. He says it. Did you think about it? And I was just like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like any, okay, fine. I'm like, if there's ever an opportunity that I can come in and record something, like I will totally be down. Like it's something I've always dreamed about, but never even thought of putting it out there in mm-hmm. existence because mm-hmm. it was just never, it was just never one of those things. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah. it felt like it was out of my grasp. Mm-hmm. So, um, December, this past December, um, he's like, he calls me up like three months after we had talked about that, maybe longer. And he's like, Hey, so I have this record producer. His name's Keelan. You know, he said he wants to talk to you on the phone and meet you and just kind of get a vibe off of you. See if you guys vibe. See if you, he, you could sing from on the phone. I was just like, oh, God, I'm missing on the phone. Like, you know, it was just like really scary. Like, you know, I'm like, okay. Like, cause I don't know this guy and I don't know what he's done and who he's been with or as far as like um, singers and stuff like that. So Keelan is like, he's worked with like, he worked with Christina. He's worked with uh, Christina Million, like Pussycat Dolls. Like he works with a lot of people. And um, he's talking to me about it and he has me saying, he's like, I think you have a great tone. He's like, I think you have a great tone we can work with. He's like, you'd be surprised how much it's about your tone than it is about your voice. Yeah. And I was just like, really? He's like, we could do a lot with your tone. And I was just like, okay. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that sounds great, you know? And, you know, and you, you, you're, you, you don't know who you can trust. You don't know if they're really just talking out mm-hmm. of their butts or, or what. He sends me a song. What do you think of this song? You know, it's called, it's called Hard Headed. And um, I was like, well, this is a really, really cute. It was only like half of it. Unless it's a really cute song. He's like, he's like, I think this would fit your tone. I think this would fit your voice. Come to LA with me and we can just play around with it and, you know, add some lyrics and things like that. We'll finish it together mm-hmm. and we can um, see how it sounds on your voice. Um, one thing led to another. He loved it. We did it in like four hours and it was just, it was done. He loved the way it sounded and um, it just, it just worked out. So me meeting Joey and manager and Jerry being my manager, it just kind of like worked out and they, they mm-hmm. saw a lot of potential in me and they still do. And I think they're more excited about this whole thing than I am. And um, <laughs> we, no, it's like literally like they're so excited and they're so, they have all these plans and I'm just kind of like sitting there like, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. This sounds great. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so it just kind of went from there. We recorded three songs and I'm not even a month and I have those and I'm going to post to do three more this month three or four more this month. Um, they love the song so much that they flew me out to Columbia and we shot two music videos, which is the music. One of the music videos, what you guys saw to hard headed. And there's mm-hmm. another song that's coming out at the end of June called Sweetwater. And that mm-hmm. one's already finished as Yay. well. Yeah. And then it's just, it just like literally just like went, it was just like, you know, people had my back and they're just like, let's go for it. And I'm just, and I just yeah. dived in. I just, and I, it's just weird. It's bizarre. Talk about like an <laughs> unexpected opportunity, you know, yeah. from that one day in class and, yes. and then all of a sudden now going on tour, performing like at these huge venues. How was yeah. that experience? I mean, have you ever done 
anything like that before no. prior to? Mm-hmm. No, I never, you know, I auditioned for like background dancing for like artists, that, you know, that were going to mm-hmm. do tours. And I think I did a Sesame Street live tour, but I was in a costume, <laughs> like, you know, things like that. So, but never, never, yeah, never like this big as far as like people, like people screaming and stuff like that. So yeah. um, wh- when we did the Honda Center, th- like I've been performing like since I was in high school, right? So mm-hmm. I, I don't really get nervous. You know, I don't get nervous. I do, I get little butterflies, but it's like, let's just do it. Yeah. I remember in the Honda Center, um, I had like 20 members of my family there and it was sold out. It was like 10,000 people. And I remember wow. for the first time, for the first time, you know, there's only, it's a trio group. So there's only three of us out there. I remember for the first time ever, like standing there, we're about to go next. And I had no clue what my steps were, what the lyrics were, how the song started. Like, it was like one of those, like in the movies where you're like, I don't know the words. And like, are those bad, are those bad dreams where you're like, I went out, they threw me in, they threw me in a part, you know, and then I didn't know it, but they let made me keep going. That's what it felt like. And I was just like, and I was telling my counterpart, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't know. Like, how does the song even start? Like, I can't even get my, my, you know, whatever. So, um, but you know, one thing led to another song started and it just, you know, it was like autopilot. Yeah. But yeah, I remember I've never felt that way. My whole, even my first time performing, it never felt that scary. And, um, but at the same time I knew it was right. Like it just felt Mm -hmm. good. Like, you know what I mean? Now, how did, how did it feel for you with like the audience? Because that's a crazy, crazy environment to go. I mean, like you've, you've had shows and you have people applauding and like laugh, but not like a concert going, singing along with you and dancing and having fans waiting for you for autographs. Like how did that brain shift, like shift? brain shift go <laughs> yeah it was weird because like i <laughs> like you know when you're young or when you know when you're fantasizing like you're acting like you're you know you're holding the mic and you're acting like you're putting the mic out to the audience to talk to you yeah. and things like that like or in front of the mirror like i don't know like you know those stereotypical things and i felt like i was just kind of like being silly and doing all these things i used to imagine in my head but it worked because that's what you should be doing like it was really it was really a bizarre thing like when you put it out there they're like trying to get into the mic and sing and you're just like, this is so crazy. Like these people actually do want to sing back. Like, you know what I mean? And even though they have no idea who I am, they know Joey, who was a lead singer, but they knew we were new and it was exciting to them. So, and yeah. then when they wanted our autographs, like we, we started doing, you know, shows in Cali. Then there was, there's was people who came to various shows, you know, different shows and they come right back to, oh, I remember you from uh, Florida and da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, you guys came to California. They're like, yeah, we never missed the shows. And they, and they remember my name is Robert. And it was just like, what? This is crazy. And it was only like 10 or 11 shows. You know what I mean? So I got a, like a really small taste of what it is to be mm-hmm. famous when I really wasn't. But I got a taste of it. Like no, no, a lot of people don't even get to get that close. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so now he was, wants it, more. No, I yeah. want more. No, I'm hungry. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> Are you ready for the feast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Just kidding. But yeah, like, it's just bizarre ride. And um, you just never, like, I just, a big thing, like, you just never know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. Until you just freaking put yourself out there. Like, literally, like, I, like, when we, they said we we're going to go to Columbia to do the two music videos, I was just like, okay. Like, I've never done a music video as a dancer or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had never been the front man. I never had a camera on me and, you know, like, 
going to follow me and talk to me, you know, make me I have to sing to a camera. Mm-hmm. Like I've never done anything like that before. Extra work. Like I've never, of course I've been in musicals and things like that in these shows, which maybe set me up for it. But like, I remember the plane right there. I'm like, I was telling my uh, significant other, Justin, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to act. Like, I don't know how this, you know, and they want me to do photo shoots. And I'm like, I'm going to be like one pose. Like I'm going to have one pose to choose from. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> But like, Those but like, got really good though. I have to say, <laughs> yeah. But like, but like, what's crazy is that when something's right, like it's just it just works. And when That's I went amazing. there, like everything just fell into place. Like my body was just like comfortable. And I don't, I don't, I still, I'm back here, and I feel like I'm gonna wake up sometimes and like have to go to floor, still have to go to Columbia and do it because it went so well. Like I've never in my life like like had expectations. You know, you always have an expectation mm-hmm. of how you want something to turn out. Like mm-hmm. you always have like, this is how I want it to be. Like I, this, you know, and then you also have these lower expectations. You usually never have something that really like catapults you like beyond your expectations. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like patting myself in the back or anything like that. But like the production value, they had extras, they rented out club. They like, you know what I mean? Like production. And then the, the fact that I was like, knew what I was doing. Like it just, it just was all went right. And it was just like, when does that ever happen? <laughs> Like I had no complaints about the whole darn trip. Like uh, I wish I could have did that better or what. And it was just like, like it was boom. meant to be like it's set. Yeah. Boom. Like it was like meant to be. And it just, just feel, and up until now, this point, like it's just been like that. Yeah. It's just been like good, 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 like good stuff coming. And like, even being here with you guys and asking me to do this, it's like, really? Okay. Robert, you put so much hard work to what you do, you know, and it's not cake. I mean, it's one thing to put on an amazing show and have the fans love you and and just Mm -hmm. praise you. But what are some of the um, behind the scenes stuff that people don't see that is challenging for a performer? Like, what are some of the trials and tribulations that you've gone through in a boy band and also being a solo artist? There's a lot of haters, Mm. a lot of haters and a lot of just bad people that follow mm. and and follow you on social media they follow you even on the tours and they're there just to kind of like ridicule or judge or wait for you to fail mm-hmm. and there's people there's people that are literally following you to watch hoping that you're going to fail hopefully they're going to start seeing that oh he's not posting as much like what happened like i just i just it, it just happens and and i notice it more now that i'm doing different stuff mm-hmm. like 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 I don't hear from certain people that I used to hear from before. Like you start realizing who your friends are mm, right? and like, and like people are reaching out that never used to reach out before that used to not really give you the time of day. So mm-hmm. you just start realizing that people have you or want you around for certain reasons or, um, and like, I'm not like, again, like I haven't sold any, like, you know what I mean? I'm just still really newbie. But like when people start hearing a little bit of buzz, like people mm-hmm. start coming out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. then you start like wondering, and even family, mm-hmm. like my family, like I have some family members that are like hitting me up more than ever now. And you're just kind of like, like, this is mm-hmm. weird. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm, and, it, and I'm sure that they're just interested in what's going on. But mm-hmm. then I also know them as individuals. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, it just gets a little bit like, God, who you got to have your tight knit group that you trust. Mm-hmm. And you got to have people around you that you trust. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the scary part because you don't know who to trust sometimes. But yeah. um, so I think that's a big thing. And 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 I don't understand. I don't think people understand how tiring it is. And I'm just I have this I'm just a little part right now. Right. And I'm already like 
you know, I have to make all these TikTok videos and social media. <laughs> and like, you know, right. they're calling me and telling me to, to send them this. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, and I can imagine just how these superstars and other people that are really famous are like, I'm barely starting and it's tiring for me. So I can imagine like, you know, what it's like, you know what I mean? And even when we're, even when we did the tours and we're doing like the autographs, like people came and they're, and they're like, and it's kind of scary because there's no buddy to really hold them back. Cause we're not like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we don't have security guards and stuff like that, but people are just scary. Yeah. I could see where that is overwhelming, but you have a, a career of your own. Like you have a lot in your life that you've settled in that has grounded you. So it can have, it has actually helped you kind of take all of this in stride. Is that part of it for you? The fact that you do have more than a backup, you have a career, like you are, you are a professor, you are teaching the craft you have Mm kind of gone into what I call my level four or five, which is like close to retirement, but here you are, it's starting over and yeah. something more exciting. So is that what releases some of that stress and allows mm-hmm. you to just go with the flow because you know, you have a solid backup yeah. plan? Well, yeah, I have a solid backup plan. So I'm not scared to take the risk mm-hmm. and then I won't, but the, the only thing I won't risk is the career. Like I won't drop it all. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I told them like, if I have to, I have to be able to, still do this because I'm not like I like I said I'm not putting all my eggs in the basket right and then my boyfriend Justin like he is like the biggest supporter like ever like and I and I know it's just like it's not just like oh like you can do it like you know what I mean like he's backing like he's he's a businessman right Mm -hmm. he has three businesses he knows all about that stuff and he's just like he's and no one's ever told me like go for it like you know what I mean and and really meant it and he's just like there and so like literally if he would have told me that I, this isn't right for me i don't like the way the music is or like i would have mm-hmm. said no but he was just like you need to do it and i was shocked because i thought he was gonna say mm, you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. but he's been my support like the whole way through and it's just like it's just crazy and literally between that and my career i think it makes it easier yeah you know what i mean right. it makes it a lot easier obviously i have my family and my friends that are everybody and you know even you guys who are supporting me but um it's just, yeah, you got to have that back. Yeah, like if I, was, I didn't have anything, I think it would be scary. Yeah. And I also think that, you know, because you, you're you not like a newbie, it's not like you are just like you are like 18 years old and like this is the first thing that's happening to you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. you, you've been there, you've, you've been in entertainment, you understand the business. And so it's like, right. you know, you already have like all of that foundation, you know, that to right. know like what is right totally. for you. And that's just how I feel about like, like people are, you know, a couple of were like, are like, what happened? How come you didn't do this like in your twenties? I'm like, I don't think I would have been ready in my twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Even in my thirties, like, like it just wasn't like, I didn't have the confidence. Like, I feel like I'm in better shape than I've ever been ever. Like, do you know what I mean? I feel more mm-hmm. confident. Mm-hmm. I like the way I look better than like, I, I've never, I, I just, I think it's just, this is my, this is the time for me that mm-hmm. when it seems like it's right. And, you know, and we have all these like people who are just like, yeah, well, usually they only have, you know, people who do in the music industry, they start like in their twenties and then, you know, they, once they hit like their forties, they kind of get casted out. I'm like, well, who made up those rules? Like, yeah. Who, who says, right, who says right. I could be that yeah. way? You know what I mean? JLo's still climbing the pole at 97 years old. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm like, I could be JLo. <laughs> 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 no, but you know what I mean? 
<laughs> I'll, I'll put some tights on. I'll put tights on and, you know, suck it all in. No. Uh, I just don't, I just don't think I, I'm slowly pushing all those ideals of what it mm-hmm. should, what you should yeah. be and how young you should be and how you should look. Like, I think it literally ends up what you can bring to the table and who you have backing you up. Right. Like I have people who have connections and who have, you know, the resources for this stuff. Mm -hmm. I have to put in the work and I have to have the talent, but like, and then you also can't burn those bridges. Like I have good relationships with them and they know that I will put it all into Mm -hmm. it. So it's just, it's just all that stuff goes a long way. You know what I mean? So is that also, okay. So is that. The connections, those are relationships mm-hmm. that you have built through the years. And, yeah. and again, like that teacher, you going, hey, can I know that I'm around and blah, blah, blah. And she looked mm-hmm. at you and was like, I want you for this. Yeah. You obviously did it because you not only showed that you could do it, mm-hmm. but you were you had a good work ethic. You're constantly there. You do your thing. You're present. Right, right. Um, so... It, how are those relationships like what advice do you have for people in building those relationships? Because a lot of us might think, oh, I just have to be friendly or I have to kiss butt or I have to, you no. know, do this. But it's about so much more. Oh, yeah. It's about I mean, it's your work ethic. It's how much effort you put in, how nice you are to people mm-hmm. like, you know, the vibe you give, you know, just it's just um it's just all those things. It's not just, you know, it's not about kissing ass. That only goes, takes you so far, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I think, and then you can't burn those bridges, especially in entertainment, because you know how small it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So one bridge, one bridge that you burn is going to burn like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. more bridges. You know, everybody knows each other, like, especially like in those concerts, everybody knew each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like this networking of, you know, oh, don't work with that person. Don't work with that person. And that's how it is. Even like when, you know, when we were casting at Disney, like, oh, I don't know this girl. How, what do you guys think of her? Oh, no, watch out for her mm-hmm. or him mm-hmm. because they have bad worth. It doesn't matter what your talent. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Nobody wants to work with somebody who is hard to work with or, um, you know, a diva. Robert, you just have this great energy about you, really, because that's, I mean, when I first met you, you were just so cool and chill and just down to earth, you know? I mean, I I see why people just, you know, love to be around you. It's just because of the energy you put out there. You're so humble. Thank you. Keep rocking it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I will. I will. I'm going to keep pushing. Like, I I told them, I'm like, I'm not going to back down. If you want me to do this, I'm going to go be full out. So be ready. Yeah. And I have a lot to prove. I just feel like I have a lot to yeah. prove. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in my junior high, like getting bullied and getting hit and like, you know, getting like, I just feel like I have this like new me and newfound me that I just want to like push the old me like away, <laughs> you know? Yes. And like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any type of sense, but like, I, no. I, still, I still hold on to those things, you know? Your past was your catalyst to your evolution. Of who you are today there you go yes yeah. and it's so true and it's so true because it's all that stuff like you have to like not dwell on it and let it hold you back you gotta let it fuel the hell out of you like mm-hmm. you really do like and i do and i let it like you know what i mean even through all the stuff i went through as a kid with my parents and things like that like it's just like i'm gonna keep pushing forward like you know what i mean and um you got to turn it into your negative into a positive somehow yeah yes. those who dwell on everything like i'm just like listen 
got to turn into something good. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. I mean? That's a perfect really, example of that. Because I remember just like doing shows and you coming in as a choreographer and saying, you want to make it work? Sure. We're going to make it work. And you would make it work. Like, like yeah, let's make it work. You would, let's do this. Yeah. You want to continue. Exactly. Here you go. Here's, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it, you know, in the end of the day, like, it's just not that serious. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And life's way, life's way too short to just be like, well, and like nobody has time not to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nobody has a time. Now, young or old, you know, <laughs> you don't have the time. You don't have the time. Now, how does your family, how's your family taking all of this? Like, do they under even comprehend or no. begin to comprehend? Like, yeah, my mom's side, they're like, they've been my like cheerleaders. They're the ones that were like side stage for the concerts and like they're, they're that. <laughs> oh. my dad's side, oh. they know the band and they know all they're really big music people. But the fact that I had this music video out and it's just kind of like, I don't think they understand it yet. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. They don't. They don't ask. They don't understand. And I think they're just kind of just like, eh, I really they're do. Like go they don't. For the ride they and don't see what yeah, yeah, yeah. What I think. I think it'll hit them a little bit later if things start to develop. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I have my mom's side who is just like they want to know everything and they're so excited and you know. And then I have my dad's side who's just kind of like, hmm? like what? Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel like that right now. Like especially the people on social media who haven't talked to me about it or anything mm-hmm. like that. They're just like, what is this? I know a lot of people feel the same way. Like, like how far is this going? Or is yeah. there going to, and like, they don't know another one's going to come out in June. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that one's bigger. That one's a better production than the first one. Like it's just create like water curtain. We're dancing in water. Like it's crazy. And I'm, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Cause in my head, I don't know, we might go to Columbia and we might be in a kiddie pool with the hose. Like they're talking about a water curtain. <laughs> And you know what I mean? Like you had this image in your head, like what it's going to be like. And then they had this full rigged thing. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is crazy. But yeah. Oh my gosh, Robert. I just <laughs> yeah. see it. I was like, I'm all, we might be in a big dough boy with, with a hose above us. Like, I'm not sure what it's going to be like. <laughs> but no, it was full out. Robert, I have a proposal here. Okay. If you ever need three hot ladies to be in your yes. video, just, oh, yes. just reach out to www.rekikiproductions.com. Rekikiproductions.com. Or if you need three ladies to escort you to the Grammy Awards, I'm just oh, saying. Definitely. You just need to give us some time because I got to do my shopping in advance. <laughs> <laughs> you got to practice in those hills. Yeah. I got to yeah. get my face done. Lisa's got to get her nails done. Get my nails give it time. Yeah. <laughs> I got to shower. I got to shower. That's all I got to do. Please do. Please do. Because we, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Baby Yoda says shower. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Oh my that's so funny. The first time this happens on this show, I'm crying laughing. Hey, you know, you, you said it yourself, Robert. It's all about the connections, building those relationships. It is, and I'm a building. I'm building. Listen, you have your, you have the hammer and nails, and you're building that bridge I'm over to away. me. I'm hammering away. I'm building. <laughs> Bob the Builder. I love it. I love it. No. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, you guys that. are you guys are so awesome. Yeah. I yeah. 
I can't thank you enough for having me on this. Yeah, this of is fun. Of course. Yeah. But before we wrap up, Robert, mm-hmm. what final bits of words of wisdom would you like to share with our listeners? Yeah, just, you know what? Do, be you. Do what you want to do. Like, do not let the haters or the voices in your head tell you you can do any different. I did that for too many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I've always been in my head up to like literally this past year. And I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be 40 in July. Like, and it's like, listen, like you, like again, life's too short not to do what makes you happy, what makes you feel good. Even if you don't think that you can reach for those dreams that are, that they seem too far beyond, like mm-hmm. you can't like, like literally, like I never thought I would be doing this again. I don't know where it's going to go, but I made it this far and never thought I would even make it this far. So I just say, just keep pushing and keep reaching and keep um, doing what you want to do because nobody can stop you, but you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And literally like, and don't let them, don't let anybody else stop you. <laughs> Or you're mm-hmm. attack that point like J Lo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wear those tights. Well said. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> We've got Rolo. <laughs> oh my god, I said that one time. <laughs> just got a Rolo. Those candies are good. I got a Rolo. Yeah, um, Rolos are good too. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! I used that before, Kimmy. I love it. I love it. I said, "I'm, I'm gonna be the next Rolo." <laughs> You're gonna roll just, uh, your way yeah. to everyone's hearts. Yeah, well, they're gonna roll me in a wheelchair. That's what they're gonna do up at that pole. <laughs> oh my god! You want me to sing again? Okay, roll me up that ramp, please. <laughs> uh, I think you had my my next song. I'm gonna record is called Rolo. Please do so, and please let there be a Rolo, like a piece of Rolo, like pop it in your mouth. Have yeah. the camera zoom. Oh in. yeah, I'll be I'll pop pop it in yes. my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, I love God. it. Robert, oh, thank you so much for joining us. Please, please come back again real soon and join yes. us. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, follow up. How about that? Deal. Yes, Deal. <laughs> yeah. Look for me. Every social media platform is I'm Robert Renee. Yes. 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 Tag Rolo. <laughs> Rolo, aka <laughs> Rolo. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank Love you. you. Love you, too. Bye. Take care, everybody. <laughs> if you'd like to follow Robert Renee on social media, you can follow him on Instagram at I'm Robert Renee. Again, that's I'm Robert Renee. Yes, and please be sure to subscribe to all of our podcast platforms so you can stay up to date on all of our latest shenanigans. And hey, while you're at it, go ahead and write us a quick little review letting us know what you think about the podcast. We love hearing from you. Yeah, we are taking a break, guys, but we'll be back before you know it. In the meantime, make sure to tune in to Get In With Laura and Paul podcast, which is going to be dropping on June 28th. Stay tuned. Yay! Now sing us out, Renee. Sing us out season two. What the fun? What the fun? Podcast. Three girls in a cube. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.